Hi, my name is Mia, and I am Kate. We are going to read White Socks Only, written by Evelyn Coleman, illustrate, illustrated by Tyrone Jeter. Town by myself, I asked one hot summer's day. I knew know what she, I knew what she was going to say. She was going to tell a story, not just any story, but my favorite story. I watched her turn toward her spit can. Ping! The snuff juice hit the bottom, sounding like a chime. She walked one or two times, eyes closed, and then she looked up at me. You know, you ain't big enough to walk into town alone, girl. I sure don't know why you asking me that. You ain't big enough till you gonna do something there. I smiled and plopped down on my seat on the step. She was about to begin the story. Grandma laughed. Next page. You know, when I was a little girl like myself, I sneaked into town once. Yep, all by myself. Wasn't planning on doing no good. <coughs> I just been waiting for a scorching hot day. I had two eggs hid in my pockets not to eat, mind you, but if, but to see if what folk was true. I slipped on my finest Sunday dresses and shiny black padded leather shoes and my clean white socks. Looking at the white men and their fancy hats. That's 
when I saw Mama's friend, Miss Nancy, turning through the corner. I was going to throw snuff up in trouble. It would, it, if she saw me, I would, she would have told Mama everything. So I took off running towards the first big tree that I saw and hid behind it. I stayed there for a minute, playing, playing until I saw Miss Nancy walk outside. Then I tiptoed out. But in my rush, I burst one of my eggs. It was slinking down my dressing legs. I figured I better do what I come to do and get back home. I was standing in front of this big old building where there was a statue of a soldier sitting up on a horse. I read what it said on the building. Cole County Courthouse, Mississippi. I carefully pulled my egg out of my pocket right there I tossed it in one time against the horse's Next the eggs the eggs inside drop insides dropped to the hot cement. I knelt down with my face close. I watched that egg like the old man watched checkers before making a move. For a minute I thought I wasn't gonna do no good. The rock around next the edges I saw it. One little bit yellow began to bubble. By golly I was frying the egg on cement just like the fault said. I jumped up and started dancing and prancing. It was time to go home now. I'd done it. It was all over and I know it was true. If, if it could get so hot, you could fry egg on a sidewalk. Next page. I started walking and whipping feet with my face on the eggy part of my dress. Every time I took a step, my mouth was dry as dirt and I'm mightily thirsty. That's when I spotted a water fountain. It had a little step stool so children could climb up to drink, but on that fountain was a sign that read whites only. Well, I knew that what that meant. So I sat down in the grass and took my shiny white hat and leather shoes. Now, Letter black shoes. Now I only had my clean white socks, so I stepped on that stool with those white socks. I was slurping up that water mighty, water mighty fast when this big white man with a black and white bandana around his neck grabbed me off the stool and pushed me to the ground. White man pointed to the sign and yelled at me, Can't you read, girl? Why am I gonna... Why I'm gonna whoop you till you can't sit down? His big fingers stumbled and on his belt. I began to cry as a crowd of white people <laughs> gathered around. They were all staring at me, seeing all the people made me real scared. And I cried, like, cried louder. I couldn't understand what the white man was so mad about. I was wearing my white socks. An old black woman from my church stepped through the crowd. She wasn't wearing anything white, but she untied her shoes and took them off. She stepped on up on the fountain, bent down, bent way down, and took a drink. I knew that man was gonna, gonna yell at her.
and he did. I'm gonna have to whoop you to I shouted. But then other black folks started coming over, removing their shoes and drinking from the phone. They had on clean looking green and socks and yellow socks and red socks and blue socks. Of course, the big man with the bandana kept right on yelling. His face got red as fire. He was snorting through his nose like a bull does when it's going to charge. Other white folk came up. Started yelling at us too. By that time, the big man had whipped his belt out of his pants. He was hitting me and everybody else who was close. None of the black people moved. They just covered the faces. <clears throat> I sat there sobbing, holding my arms over my head. All of a sudden, everybody got quiet, like they was gone praying church. Even the white people. I peeped out through my arms. The black people and white people were moving aside. The chicken man was coming through. He was he was slowly tapping his way toward me. When he got close, he stopped. He looked at me from the top of my head down to my white socks. Then he bent over and pulled off his black shoes, his face squeezing up. He had on the cleanest white socks you have ever seen. He stepped up on the stool. He didn't have to bend over very far because he was so short. He drank a long time from that water fountain. I held my breath, so did everyone else. The chicken man lifted his head. He turned around, smiling, and slowly stepped off the stool. Without a word, he pointed a crooked finger at the man. The white man belt down by his side, clapped tightly in his fist. He was still as a statue. Okay, next An old chicken man helped me up. He took out a white handkerchief and wiped my face. They're all now child. It's time for you to go home. You did all right. He handed me a chicken feather out of the brim of his hat and hobbled away. Next page. <laughs> all the black people surrounded me. They were all crying and hugging me. Then they took me home. When they told Mama what happened, <coughs> what had happened, she just broke out laughing. She said, well, I guess you can go to town by yourself now because you're old enough to do some good. Next page. Never again saw the big white man who had whipped us. None of us dared ask about the big chicken flapping around the courthouse near the water fountain either. And from then on, the white soul each time was gone and went around forever. This picture on this page has the chicken on the water fountain, which looks exactly like the man who whipped them with bandit. And that's the end of that story. We would recommend this book to a friend because it really talks about taking a stand to white people back then. This is the end of our podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Bye.